Welcome back. Happy New Year, Fonsi 2023. Happy 2023. Happy beginning of 2023. Welcome back. I know. Welcome back. Yes. Welcome back, everybody listening to the show, to the live episodes. And uh, I would like to know, do you like the episodes that we recap for you at the end of the year? Uh, was Fonsi accurate with his choices? Yeah. Also, <laughs> let us know what your goals for 2023 are. What are you? What, what do you want us to hold you accountable with? Yeah, I like yeah? that. Are we holding people accountable? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. If, you, if you're on our circle, <laughs> we're going to hold you accountable. That's right. By the way, for those who don't know, we do have a Facebook community. So go to Contents Profit on Facebook and you'll find it there. And if you want Fonsi to, Fonsi to grab your hand and walk you through and hold you accountable, that's why. Might have a surprise for you later on. But anyways, I'm super excited to uh, be back on the pod and talk about how to crush content in 2023. Yeah, I'm very excited too. Let's do this. Yes. Let's, Let's do roll. this. All right, here we go. Hey, I'm Luis. And this is Luis. And welcome to the Content is Profit podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content. All this while having a good time. The goal of this podcast is simple. Entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit. That's right. I just noticed. Oh, kachin, kachin. Yes, that's right. Lots of money, <laughs> lots of money. All right. Um, I just noticed you have my coffee cup. I just noticed that I almost forget the intro. New Year started with the. I forgot the intro. <laughs> and this is episode what the three hundred sixty-five. And you're still trying to forget <laughs> the intro. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't. I don't. Don't only have your coffee cup. I also have your drink in here. It's. No, no, it's actually an energy drink. If you're sure. listening and you know how to get rid of a squatter, um, just let me know. I mean, he, squatter? <laughs> What's a squatter? You come to the house and you take everything. Is that a squatter? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Or a person that does a lot of squats. That, that's what I thought it was. Squatter. <laughs> Starting the, the year Language right with bear. the jerks. Yeah, I know. We, lo we lost everybody right now. Uh, <laughs> come back, All come right. back, please. Anyways, today we're going to be talking about how to crush your content in 2023. This is based on, personally, our own experience and also a lot of the questions and calls that we've had with multiple people a lot of research obviously we consume content for a living we do a ton of research and uh, we're just gonna share our thoughts yeah today. but more than anything practice practice baby over 300 <clears throat> podcast episodes and i don't know how many clips but a lot of them I know we might have some examples for you as well, but it was pretty interesting. I had a conversation yesterday with uh, with my cousin and that we've been trying to get him to do a podcast about production and movies. That's what he does. He's an actor, right? To find opportunities. He produced his own short the other day that has been in festivals. And uh, I'm like, man, two years now, when are you starting your podcast, your platform? And part of it are some of the elements that we're going to be sharing today. But uh, I don't know. Dude, he'll be a hundred episodes deep. If he would have started I know. when we first had that conversation. And that's so, just him, right? That's a relationship that we have close. But at the same time, there's a lot of people that reach out that ask a ton of questions and uh, never publish. So hopefully yeah. this can help you move the needle forward if you are in that position. Yeah. And the cool thing is it takes way less effort than you probably believe it does. All you need is to understand your capacity. And let's go with point number one, which is be consistent right understanding your capacity and your resources are gonna lead to that and we always go back to the story when we first started publishing right we were 
pitching some content to some companies we weren't publishing at the moment. And they said, guys, this is all great. I love your enthusiasm. I don't know if they said that or not. I don't remember. But I'm making it, I, I'm spicing <laughs> up the, the, the story, right? Good and memories. we're like, appreciate you guys. And all of a sudden they said, but where's your content? Mm. And we look at each other, right? Kind of like interrogation signs started popping over our heads. And we're like, <laughs> wow, we have no content. Right? We're selling smoke. And that moment is when we, it well, was like, we, a, go, it was like time, a god punch. At the time, we thought we were selling smoke. But right now, I would have answered very differently. You, uh, always, you always say that. Yeah, I would have <laughs> answered. It's like, it, you know, it, this is your case specific case. Like, we, I would like point it at them because that was the thing that they wanted to do as well. That's why they were in that meeting, right? Um, anyways, that's a topic for a whole different thing, but... <laughs> Yeah, Fonzie doesn't agree all I, the time I, I, with, I think with you, my thought process. You, you always that, uh, that, uh, I think that's what makes this podcast cool, that we have different opinions, you know? Let us know. Let us know. Hashtag Picker Bro. 2023. <laughs> Fonzie's winning already. Sure. Now, to continue the story, we're like, oh, that's a gut punch. We got to start producing some content of our own, especially if we want to be seen as the experts. You need to put your opinion out there, and you got to be in front of people. And again, I still believe that that's, a, that's an internal belief that everybody has. It's like, if I'm going to go sell something, I have to do it myself. Absolutely. I mean, I do believe to a certain extent you have to like uh, execute the thing that you do, specifically if it's a service, but not, it's not always the case. So don't let that be an excuse like it was for us. All right. Can I continue my story? Sure. Pick up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so we went on and the first thing we did was ask ourselves, okay, how can we create content and in the past we've tried multiple times right we tried the hustle the hard work just like putting content out 24 7 and it just it just became overwhelmed and we stopped publishing right like probably it has happened to you you probably are consistent for a few days and then all of a sudden you stop and you're tired and you're like oh it's so much work and i'm not seeing you know potentially the result that i that i want but at the end of the day this is a long-term game you need to be consistent so what we did is okay what are what's our capacity and what are resources what are we doing on a day-to-day basis how much time can we allow ourselves to sit down and create content do we need to edit do we remove the editing right we ask ourselves all these questions related to content creation and what we land on was on doing a 45 live which at the moment is a challenge that we created to just go live 45 days in a row and it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, again, keep in mind this was three years ago. Today, how, how can you replicate a 45 live? Absolutely, go live, right? You, you're removing the friction from publishing, but also if you wanna leverage clips and reels and TikToks and different things, you can do one TikTok a day, one reel yeah. a day, right? The idea is to remove the friction for you to publish and put that content out there. Yeah, and I, I want to, I like to use this analogy or this story to reshape people's perception so you might be thinking to yourself, oh, wow, one TikTok, one reel a day. How, how long is that going to take me? 15, 20 minutes, right? Well, just think about this. Sometimes we actually spend more time thinking about doing the thing than actually doing the thing, right? And I'm just saying that back at me myself, right? I'm looking <laughs> myself in the screen and I'm like, Fancy, pay attention to yourself. right? But keep in mind, I actually heard this story from uh, James Altucher. He's an investor and he was talking about how he doesn't invest more than 1% of his net worth. And he said, if I lose it, I don't really care. It's just 1%. But if, but if it does well, that 1% has the opportunity of multiple doubling his net worth, yeah. right? Because it can give him a 100x return. And again, it would be doubling his net worth. So I pretty much 
use the same argument in the sense of content. What am I investing into creating my content at first is usually your time. So what is 1% of my day? Well, it turns out it is 15 minutes. Can I invest 15 minutes of my day? If I lose these 15 minutes, if I produce a piece of content, right, that nobody sees, am I going to, going to be, you know, upset? Guess what? No, but that one piece of content also has the possibility of reaching a lot of people mm -hmm. and potentially creating some sort of, some sort of results. So just by investing 1% of your day, 15 minutes of your time, you can have a pretty positive impact. Because guess what? If nobody looks at that piece of content, you're also learning, right? You are doing the reps. You are taking action, which you are learning from. So again, it, it's like a, a sword, a, a double-edged sword, which each side is like, positive right <laughs> like there's actually no lost in there i started like you can lose it but no you cannot lose anything you either learn or you learn and get actually results, can yeah. get a result and at the end of the day if you do it daily you're yeah. literally <clears throat> stacking opportunity on top of opportunity and you never know whose ears that video is going to reach and yep. then generate an opportunity for your business. Um, I love this instance, right? And if you're like a CEO, a CMO, somebody high in the leadership chain of your, of your company, how can you obviously apply this? So as a company, you might have some resources that you can allocate the same framework um, applies, right? We had Greg, CMO of an amazing company here in town, and they did the same thing. Like they were trying to record and there was no structure to it, no, nothing. And what they decided to do to stay consistent, right? Because they had the resources was to hire a team to come in and produce their show, but their own time was four hours a month. And then from those hours, they decided the rest of the content that was produced from that, right? So we we're part of that team that helped them develop that system. And and again, think about how can you be consistent? Hey, phone call time. Okay. Come on, people, don't call me. You know I'm in the show. Um, so uh, I want to encourage everybody to think long term as well right yeah just yesterday i was having this conversation with victor and uh super personal moment here i grabbed my camera a couple months ago or a month ago when we went to disney with luca right and we recorded this like vlog style video right for it was just for family use we we're gonna just release it to the family but something crazy happened where every single person has been like this is very entertaining we love the we love the concept all the feedback has been great luca keeps asking to watch it again and again and again and katie well, goes a little like, self <laughs> self-centered kid now kid <laughs> i mean probably who knows but he's like it's about he his, likes watching the bba he's about video. his experience building these uh, the star wars droid bba yeah. right he loves he's obsessed with it right so he wants to see that every single time and like he probably also a lot of kids right so katie goes my wife and she's like hey why don't you put this on youtube and see what happens and i'm like are you telling me that we're going to become one of those influencer families and she's like i don't know but um but yes I, you know based on that example i showed this video to to victor right and he's like oh my gosh man like i was really engaged like the, the 10 minutes of the video and uh, and then we started brainstorming a bunch of ideas we went to dream mode right which a lot of creators happen to do and he's like, you guys could do like a BB-8 series and the thing. And there's probably going to be a lot of people that want to watch that. Right. And then internally, I was thinking, is this something that I want to do long term? Like if we go that direction, probably not. Like I'm personally not a big fan. I like Star Wars, but I'm not a big fan. I'm not like a geek on, on BB-8. I'm not going to do something just to chase the views. If I'm going to be doing something is, is this adding value to my life? Even if it's like creating content around that, right? So yeah. I think uh, that leads to point number four. Point Let's number four, to point yeah, number which four. will be escalated to point number two, which is create 
uh, intrinsic content. Intrinsic content is content that you enjoy doing, that you do for yourself, especially, right, especially if you're just starting out. Uh, this is what's going to keep you moving forward. For us, was documenting the ideas of the day-to-day, which later translated into the podcast. We still created from a very intrinsic, you know, place because we love having conversations. We I personally feel like I deviated a little bit from the intrinsic place. And I could feel a little bit of the the burnout. Why do you devi- deviate it from the intrinsic? Place? I don't know. I, you know, I think in and this is gonna lead to point number five too. Here, so we're like jumping from point to point here, but uh, I don't know. I think I was just like, let me stay in this lane rather than let me also publish about, about things that I'm very passionate about. Right? Like I enjoy reading multiple books and. I want to share stuff and lessons from all that stuff. But in my mind, I will filter myself. And I was like, ah, nah, that is not 100% related to this. But guess what? You can relate it in a way to, you know, your business or whatever the purpose is. You can always do. And again, uh, relevant to the platform that you're going to be in, right? Like uh, if you want to be tackling just LinkedIn for a reason, right? B2B content might be the best thing. Maybe transcribing your videos and, and writing things out, especially using AI. We talked about um, AI a while back. So, uh, again, based on like, what is the content that fills your soul or your business soul, right? At the end of the day, if, if who's going to be that attractive character, right? If it's a role in your company, obviously, what are the values of your company? What are the objectives? What are you looking for, for the company? It is going to be intrinsic, right? For that, for that person that is creating that attractive character also has to be enjoying this because that way you can get way better results. And if you're doing it yourself, if you're starting to experiment with this, if you're an entrepreneur, if you have maybe a team of VAs, we highly, highly recommend starting from that place and something wonderful is going to happen, right? What happened for to us is we had this cloud, this fog in front of us and it was really challenging to see really where we could go. And this is why it took us so long, years of having the production company, working for other people from for other businesses. But for us, we never really published is because of that fog. We're like, okay, what are we going to talk about? Uh, you know, what's the angle? Like what platform, what thing, right? And the fact that we started with the, le- the least friction possible, like this is all together, right? And uh, documenting our experience day by day, really, this is the framework that we use is we grab a story or something that we consume that day, whether that was content or read something, we would share that and then we would share our thoughts and then relating it to our company. And that was personal. That was the thing I did for the 45 days, all three seasons. We did three seasons of this, right? And it was super simple because it removed, I had to think about this. What this cost was a flood of other ideas, right? Because you start talking, we're like, oh my gosh, maybe tomorrow I can talk about all these things. And you can put that on a spreadsheet and then there's going to be topic forever. And also, Fonzie has an amazing workshop <laughs> that can guide you through, if you're a company, on how to do this specifically for the companies. But this was the internal change that happened. And then from that day on, that fog dissipated and we're like, perfect. I'm listening to different cues. I'm listening to data, which is point number two, mm-hmm. right? I'm listening to data of what's happening in the market. What is my research telling me? What is my audience telling me? And then you can grab and mix and match all these topics and continue to create consistently, whether that's one a day, whether that's one a week, twice a week, whatever format that you want. Yeah, I want to add a little parenthesis in here and also add that, yes, there will be some boring tasks within the process. It's not all like uh, sunshine and flowers. I don't know if that's the saying, but... Rainbows. <laughs> rainbows. Rainbows. Rainbows and flowers. You're so foreign. I'm so foreign, dude. But <laughs> the point is, yes, there will be some challenging moments on content creation where you know you might have a mental block and you're like oh my gosh what am i going to talk about or guess what you have a piece of content that you might need to edit and 
sometimes you just need to get those done, right? It's not like we're just choosing the path of least resistance, right? We're just choosing a path that we're going to get things done. But at the same time, we got to acknowledge that there will be some tasks that are not going to be as fun, but they are going to keep us consistent, just like yeah. you said. And, you know, when you find those tasks, that's a great place. That's a great moment to document those tasks. And that's a great thing that you can delegate to somebody else in your team. If you have the possibility to hire a, hire a virtual assistant, you can. Um, if you don't want to deal with the multi-purposing of it, right, you want to leverage, you can call us, the Bizros. That's what we do. That's our production company. We can come in and help you produce all that, right? And there's a ton of stuff also that we can do. But again, a quick recap before we go. I think we have one left, but we have number one is be consistent, right? Understand your capacity, like Fonzie was saying. Number two will be listening to your data, right? We can dive into into this a little bit more, but what are things that are happening in your market, right? Yes, uh, last just last week, two weeks ago, we did a presentation and the beginning of the presentation was all data about what's happening in the podcasting world. And it was really interesting, right? Because we attract people that might not be very aware of the problem, but they are aware of the industry uh, problems and then from there we can present our solution so you can start from there what is the data that you collect on your day-to-day what are the stories that you're saying uh create from an intrinsic sp- space right from a content for you initially and then start adapting it as you evolve and yeah. uh i think it's it, gonna be easier to be consistent when you're creating that type of content absolutely absolutely that's the thing that unlocked it for for us and for many others right for many others so yeah. um number five is remove the filter Right. Yeah. Just leading to the polarization, right? And I'm. I just got reminded of this recently, and in 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 many ways, right? I a few months ago I started dating again. So, ladies, I'm off the market. <laughs> Studio <laughs> class. One of the things that I was She's talking approved, to guys. to, She's to my girlfriend was that uh, I feel like I used to censor myself a lot talking, right? And by censoring, I mean like. You have a first thought and then immediately you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Let me. And then you come up with a second and third thought. And we all have that. Right. And with her, I'm impl- um, I'm actually I started doing what I just call radical honesty. Right. And there's actually a book about all that. And it is just as it sounds being radical, honest and share those first thoughts, even as embarrassing as they can be. But also I was reading this book, it's called uh, Writing Down the Bones, and it's a very famous book about teaching people how to write, about the practice of writing. And one of the very first things that she said is not about radical honesty per se, but I related it to it. And it is that sometimes, like, we need to write the first thought that comes to our mind, because usually those are the ones that are going to you know, get people's attention. Those are the weird comments that are going to turn heads because usually after that first thought, again, the second and third thought are all filtered down and watered down. And guess what? They're boring. They're in the middle of the polarization. I don't know how you call it, right? Line, right? They're going to be right smack spectrum. in the middle. A spectrum. You're They're so be, foreign, Fonzie. Oh, dude, I've, I've, I feel like I've, I've lost some, some swagger. Fon- Fonzie, this. the foreign camejo. Foreign, the, the, the foreign camejo. <laughs> so they're going to be, you're going to fall in the middle of the spectrum and guess what? You're going to get nobody's attention. So remove the filter and, you know, speak your truth. Yeah. Don't be don't be afraid of people's judgment. We see we see a lot of this in a lot of the companies that we help, right? And a lot of the calls that we jump on um, on the consulting side where, where we like going through it, like, hey, what's your message, right? Like, what are we talking about? And a lot of people want to stay in this area where they if they say something that's really polarizing, right? They feel very, very uncomfortable because they go immediately with like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm saying this thing and a lot of people might be against it, especially in the day that we live today, right? That we feel like in media, a lot of things can get censored, canceled, X, Y, Z, right? It can mm-hmm. be 
uh, very a, deli- a very delicate topic, but I do encourage lean into that polarization, and it doesn't have to be a political polarization, right? It it can be on the topic side of things. Like there's gonna be something in your business in yourself that you believe that you truly believe, right? For me personally, is I do believe that no matter what, we have to be freaking consistent, right? Like, uh, we control our own po- podcast process, right? And uh, you know, full full honesty, like last week. We sat down and we had a meeting. We're like, hey, these are the episodes that we're going to run. And when we miss those episodes, I'm really angry. Not because of the fact that uh, it's a promise. We made a promise with ourselves that we want to be consistent, right? Whether that's recording it on time, whether that's doing it. And sometimes it's with myself. Sometimes it's with Fonzie. Sometimes it's with the team. And those are things that we deal internally inside of us because for me, that's my belief. No matter what, content has to be going out consistently, right? Out of sight, out of mind. We learned that really uh, early, right, in, in our... In our journey, right? And again, it's a learning process. I'm working on not getting that angry, right? It might not be the end of the, the world many times. But for me, that's that's my belief. And uh, I think I could do it. So that is, for example, a polarizing topic. Fonzie might not, might not agree 100%, right? I don't know. Uh, but I mean, I agree. You got to be consistent 100%. We just maybe agree in the different different way to do things <laughs> you know just like him right there's gonna be other people at the same time but the people that really think like i do are gonna resonate with me and just just like you saying your own thoughts there's gonna be people that are gonna resonate with you a ton and that actually makes your marketing so much easier because you then act like a magnet right a lot of people are gonna be levitating to you so focus on again on what you can control this is gonna test your beliefs especially if you're publishing right if it's your company 100 percent go uh, this might be a harder task if you're somebody out in the company, but that probably didn't start it. Right? If you work for that company, that might be a little bit more challenging. But there's ways that you can tackle and do these things, right? Studio clap for me! Wow, that's your first studio clap to me, man. Good job, good job. No, I was just happy that it was over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, okay. Yeah, good job, good job. Uh, and the last point here is the understanding evergreen and topical content, right? There is certain type of content that is going to live forever, right? That probably is going to be more of your educational type of content. And topical content is getting used to the trends, right? Like what are the things that are trending right now that you can leverage to get people's attention? Because at the end of the day, you're trying to get people's attention. You're trying to drive traffic towards either that is your profile, your website. I mean, just traffic in general to your business. And guess what? We got to go where the traffic is, right? And I always, I love the example that Steve used to give us a, a, a while back, right? When the internet wasn't, um, you know, invented and it was very old markets, guess where people would go and market their products. They would go to the other markets, right? They would just show up in there and put put, put on the little shop and start making noise. Hey, come here, you know, uh, free oysters. I don't know, whatever they're saying. I mean, with what you're saying, right? Like we just watched last night, uh, one of the greatest movies of all time, The Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman. (laughs) With, uh, from uh, now on, (laughs) based on on, uh, P.T. Barnum, right? If you're familiar with him, if you're not, we should do uh, like a whole episode just on P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum. Uh, I just grabbed the book again. Dude, we should do that. We should do like marketing personalities. And talk about like their Sounds greatest good. feats. That'll be fun. That'll be great. Uh, but uh, every what's it? Every day has a customer. I, I have to. I have to revisit the book. I just grabbed it so so I can start reading again. But it goes through all the strategies that P.T. Barnum kind of implemented in the marketing world, and it's talking exactly about that, right? About like where are you gonna be showing up, showing your message. 
Um, as we wrap up, we have like a couple minutes left. Do you have any last thoughts on that though? Or no, I think Pity Barnum was great. If you want to uh, watch The Greatest Showman, let me know. I'll join you. <laughs> I'll karaoke the whole thing. He, I'm actually thinking about making one of those songs my go-to karaoke songs. Probably it's going to be from now on. It's so good. It's so great. I've been listening uh, to that thing the whole day today. <laughs> but bonus section number six on all this, right? Like if we publish and we create and we distribute all this, uh, it's not really worth it if, not make, if we're not making connections, right? If we're not talking to real people. And, uh, you know, we, there's been a lot of talk about LinkedIn specifically that with the rise of AI, with the rise of bots, there's been a, like a lot of uh, automations happening during LinkedIn and they are updating it to make it more personal, right? For They want people to do it. Just, just today, right, for me personally, we use this app where it collects all the texts app <laughs> that in our computer, like from iMessage to Facebook to it's Instagram beautiful. to LinkedIn, it's amazing. It's a beautiful app. Um, but I did get a warning, be like, hey, from LinkedIn, we identify a tool that might be used for automations, which is not. This is like literally me messaging back people, uh, but they are cracking down on this. So at the end of the day, remember that you, your company, is a person talking to a different person, right? If we're not making that uh, our priority on a personal level, uh, we're probably gonna struggle a ton in the content side. We're building relationships, we're creating that, right? The content that we put out there serves to educate, to uh, teach a lot of people, to attract like-minded people that might need your service, right? But at the end of the day, we're dealing with people. So I just wanna put that at the top, uh, at the end of the hour. Just go out there and make friends. Just go out there and make friends. It's fun. Go out there and make friends. And make friends, solve their problems, get mindset, some money. Get, go out with the <laughs> mindset of how can I help these people out? That's some right. of them, you might be able to help with your business. Some of those, you might not be able to help with your business, but you might be able to point them in the right direction. And eventually, those people are just going to gravitate back to you and, you know, be thankful. Absolutely. If you want to be helped and you want to be part of our community as well, just go join the Facebook group, uh, Contents Profit in there. But also we do have a platform program that explains how we actually, this is podcast and we were able to monetize it from day one. And actually we ran the business off of the podcast for yeah, the last yeah. three years. So the whole system, the whole shebang, if you're interested, send us a quick DM and we can chat to see if uh, we're a fit for each other and then go from there. Absolutely. That's well the episode, Fancy. Well said. Yep, let's go. All right. Thank you so much for tuning to the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite platform and on social media at These Bros Co. That is right on today's episode to help you. Oh, I forgot. Move <laughs> one circle towards your goal. Please don't forget to share this episode and, and leave a five star review. I was going to say, I was like, if we help you in 2023, <laughs> I'm like, yo, 2023 is still starting. Dude, my mind was just going crazy. And I, and I, I, I crashed. <laughs> so good. Bye. Okay, See ya. Bye, guys. Love you. <laughs>